back to Wednesdays with Karen. Now this episode, on my very first one, I'm going to talk about more of my journey, how I started. You know, I was a person who lived a very private and simple life, but everything changed for me when I won a prestigious title as Miss Earth last November of 2017. And ever since then, my life became an open book. My story was told in interviews, write-ups, vlogs, etc. But there are many things that people don't know about me, and it would be great to share it personally in one platform. Here, I thought of doing it in this podcast. So, let me start with my journey. I was not always a winner, and that's a fact. You know, sometimes when people see someone successful, they think that they started great, and they had a great head start in life. And that is not true with me, because I was such an average person. To the point that if I had 150 students in my batch, I was the 75th person based on my GPA. That's how I was an average person. I had a lot of failures. I failed in math, sciences, and so on, you know. I hated school. I hated going to school. I didn't know why I had to go to school. I just knew it was my duty because I was a student. That's it. I was an irresponsible kid. I, if I had a deadline, I would not put it on my notebook and I would totally forget it and I would just rather play online games. That was me. I was never academically inclined and my brothers were really good. So I was the different one. I always settled for what I had and never aimed for anything higher. I went with the flow. I was that type of person. I had no idea what the future had for me. I never dreamed big. You know what was the reason? One reason that I never dreamed big was that I always heard people say that I was never good enough. And you gotta be careful with the things that comes out of your mouth because it either breaks or makes a person. And no matter what you say, sticks to another person's head and it tends to lead their actions. So you be careful with the words that you try to say to other people because it happened to me. And during that time, I just never dreamed big for myself because I was moving or I acted based on what other people told me. And I believed it. I couldn't see anything I was good at. I was not good in speaking. I could not even speak in straight English like this before because I was afraid of making mistakes. I was afraid of getting laughed at and being rejected if I make the mistake. I was afraid of being called a tryhard because in the Philippines, English is not our first language. And I had stage rights and I was never good in mathematics or any subjects. So I just never see myself going anywhere as big as the other students were. I was that kind of person. But everything changed for me when I went to college. You can call me a late bloomer. (laughs) I can also uh, see myself that way. Because when I went to college, honestly, I just wanted to pursue arts. That was the only thing I wanted to pursue. But true enough, doors closed for me in the fields of arts. So I started finding another way because I wanted that university so much. 
I found a specific course that had an opening. And my plan was just simply to take it as my stepping stone to shift to the course I wanted. And the course was physics. Wow, right? It was a really hard course for someone not academically inclined. And um, I could remember people telling me that I gotta be good because if I failed that course within a year, I would not be eligible to shift to the course I wanted. So I started seeing things differently. But then I never imagined that when I went to that course, I would pursue it as my career. And it's funny because I didn't even know before that there was a course such as BS Applied Physics major in instrumentation. Because I know I was so focused in something I wanted and this is definitely not something I dreamed of or wanted. But you know, sometimes when you feel like you don't want to go a path, it, it kind of leads you there because that is the path for you. You can never say no, or you can never say that I don't want this because sometimes the things that you don't want are the things that are really for you. And don't get me wrong, it's not, it doesn't mean that the things that you want are not for you. It just means that you just have to have an open heart even for the things that you don't want. Because sometimes in life, the things that we don't want are for us. So what you have to do is to just have an open heart and open mind for everything. So I started excelling when I was in college. It was a shock because I never excelled in my high school. I started excelling in mathematics such as algebra and trigonometry. And I learned that the foundations that was given to me in my high school was actually good. Because when you grew up in a Chinese school, I was bombarded with mathematics both in my Chinese classes and in my English classes because I grew up in a Chinese school. So that's what happened to me. So it actually prepared me for my college years. And then I started excelling and I went to this career paths, you know, talks. And I saw the opportunities I had with physics. And there were only less competition in this course because only a few people take it and only a few people survive in the course. <laughs> so what happened is that I didn't shift to the course I wanted because I found a future I can do with physics. So I pursued it, but one of the things that really helped me pursue it was that I had a family member that was diagnosed with breast cancer. And I learned that in the path of physics, you can actually pursue in the medical field. And that's a master's degree or a graduate school or what we call as a further studies in applied physics. And it's called medical physics. It's because I wanted to pursue that and it gave me a purpose. It gave me a purpose because I wanted to help people like one of my family members who had it. So more than just pursuing it based on perhaps a future, I had a purpose why I did it. It was a hard journey. Like physics is a hard course, I'm not gonna lie. I had courses such as solid state physics, electromagnetism, quantum physics, statistical mechanics. I had four calculus courses, starting with differential calculus down to vector calculus. It was that intense. And mathematics is the language of physics. So it was something to think about really because you don't want to waste four years of your life not knowing if this is for you or not.
but then I knew this was for me. And by God's grace, I was able to graduate in time. And I was even blessed to be a part of the quadricentennial batch. So my university is one of the oldest universities in the Philippines. And I graduated in the 400th year of the university. So it only happens once every century. And I was in that batch. Right after then, I took my master's in medical physics and I got a scholarship from the government. Um, medical physics is actually more on physics penetrating the world of medicine. So it uses radiation, either external beams or radioactive sources for diagnostic or therapeutic purposes. So that's my field. You know, it was quite technical. I'm not gonna go into the technical details, but it's a great field and I've learned so much. And right after I took my master's, I became a college instructor and I taught mathematics and physics. And you know, when I was young, I told myself I would become a teacher. And that was my first job. <laughs> I guess it's because I never wanted to become a teacher when I was young because I saw how hard it was for my teachers. But to my surprise, I actually enjoyed teaching. And the courses that I taught were not easy courses as well. So it's so opposite to who I was before. But I can really say that never say never because usually the things that you say are the things that you attract. <laughs> so after teaching for quite some time in the university, I started practicing my field in radiation oncology as a medical physicist. And I started doing radiation treatments for cancer patients. You know, the field was great and it was very in demand and quite technical. But when I was working, I had a desire in joining pageants. It's because I saw that during that time, pageants have evolved in the Philippines and you can make it a platform for the things that you want to say and perhaps the story that you want to tell people. So in my case, I wanted to bring my field to the limelight, to share a message to the world and wanting to make a difference. I had a purpose and it was more than simply winning a crown. It was not an easy path for me. I started from the bottom, no connections, never joined pageants locally. I didn't even know how to walk, talk, pose like a beauty queen. I left my job and was using my savings at this point of time. I decided to pursue it because I don't want to have regrets that I've never tried. It's actually better for you to try and to know that you failed and end up knowing what happened rather than not knowing what could have happened because you never tried. I was such an underdog to be honest, but I had determination, got connected to the right people, and got trained by them because of common friends that connected me. So I trained from evening until morning for quite some time. I immersed myself with how things go about in this endeavor. I went the extra mile. Well, in my first competition, at first, I didn't even get in immediately. I was heartbroken because I left everything and was sure this was for me. I felt like I hit rock bottom and was extremely confused. In another episode of this podcast, I will explain and share to you my journey, why I was so sure this was for me. Going back to my story, a week after that, I finally gave up hoping I would be called back. Then I got a phone call and I'm in a competition. 
I competed, I learned many things. But to cut the long story short, I didn't win my first competition. But not knowing at that point of time that it was actually a great training ground for me and I was being prepared for something greater. And then I decided to while and thought to myself if I should join again another competition, you know? So I started asking the help of my trainers because I had a timeline and I had other priorities. Joining pageantry continuously was not my life. And I was not a type of person who joined pageants ever since I was young. So if ever I'm going to join the second time, and if I don't win, I'm going to stop. Because I need to focus on understanding what really is for me. And then when I joined my second pageant, it was a bit different for me. Because now, I have experiences from my previous competition. And I took it on a different spin by strategizing it in a different way. I actually brainstormed what was different about me, what would make me different among the crowd and among the candidates who's going to join. And then I realized, hey, there was never been a scientist that joined a competition. And this second competition I was going to join was focused more on the environment. So it was very, very apt for me. I was not an environmental scientist, so I did my research and I was able to fuse my knowledge in physics in the field of environmental science. And uh, I was able to capture the ears of people because I used jargons in my field to make it understandable by normal people. And I wanted people to understand what climate change truly was. And that's what I did. I used layman's term to help them understand what it is. It was a tough journey. I was challenged mentally, physically, and emotionally. You know when they say beauty queens need their beauty rest? That is not true because of our hectic schedules. To be honest, there were times that I wasn't able to sleep from one day to another, flying from one country to another. That's how hectic the schedule was. But despite of all those sleepless nights and being so exhausted, you are expected to always be composed. That was the really hard part, to be honest. This was my last competition and it gave me an extra push to be honest to give my all because sometimes when you don't have any more options you tend to give your best at the end and that's what happened to me to cut the long story short i won the national title of miss philippines earth 2017 and now i get the chance to represent my country in the international stage it had been always been my dream to shout Philippines in the international stage, and it did happen. The journey from national to international is a lot harder. Three times harder, if you're going to ask me. I had a lot on my plate. I even got sick when the coronation night was about to happen. You know, my body was giving up because I was that tired. But I told myself, this is not the time for you to stop because if you can see the finish line, you do not want to stop before the finish line. You want to stop after the finish line and after you get your prize. And I really pushed myself till the end to finish the competition with a great finish. And during that coronation night, I gave the best performance and I was able to ace the question and answer 
the dreadest portion of every competition. And the arena went wild and cheer after I gave my answer. I still have goosebumps just remembering that moment. And I was crowned as Miss Earth 2017. It was honestly worth the exhaustion and sleepless nights. And can you imagine you're forever gonna be a part of the history of your country? I hope that my journey inspired you, even in a small way, from someone as average as me who couldn't even speak in straight English and had stage frights to achieving great things even beyond what I dreamed of as I represented and brought pride to my country. God indeed uses ordinary people to do extraordinary work for His glory. This is just the start of this podcast. In the next episodes, I will talk in details and expand on the experiences and scenarios I encountered in the process to be where I am now. Like how I overcame failures, strengthened my weaknesses, improved in my studies, knowing what path to take and so on. Thank you so much for listening to Wednesdays with Karen. I hope that you enjoyed and please don't forget to share it with your friends. Till the next episode, bye guys!